Hi everyone, it's Sunbeam, the podcast that turns scripture time into story time. From legendary animals to fierce battles to important lessons, the scriptures are an exciting place. So let's dive in. We are Megan and Gabe, and today we're talking about the holliest, jolliest day of the year. Wednesday? No, Christmas. What's everyone's favorite Christmas tradition? Well, my favorite Christmas tradition is going caroling. We make our favorite Christmas treats and we take them to our friends' houses and sing Christmas carols to them. Ooh, that's so fun. I like doing that too. But my favorite Christmas tradition is decorating the house with lights and wreaths and nativity sets. Right. The nativity sets are super important because the nativity is what Christmas is all about. It's another word for Jesus Christ's birth. Do you have a nativity set in your home? Now here's another question. Does your nativity set have a star? Or do you have a star on top of your Christmas tree? The star is a super important part of the Christmas story because it appeared in the sky to announce Christ's birth. The wise men followed it to find the baby Jesus and worship him, and the shepherds saw it when the angel came too. But did you know that other people also saw it? People even further away than the wise men. That's right. The people from the Book of Mormon saw the star too. The Book of Mormon is about people who lived super far away from Jesus. Jesus was born in a place called Bethlehem, and it's all the way across the world from America, where the people in the Book of Mormon lived. Some of the people in the Book of Mormon were called Nephites, and five years before Jesus was even born, someone told the Nephites that a new star would appear when baby Jesus came to earth. That person was named Samuel. Samuel was a Lamanite from another group of Book of Mormon people. Samuel was called by God to be a prophet and bear his testimony to the Nephites. At that time, lots of the Nephites were being really wicked and didn't believe in Jesus. When Samuel came to teach them, they threw him out of their city. After that, Samuel wanted to quit teaching and go home. I think that I would have also wanted to do that if people were that mean to me. But the Lord told him to return again and prophesy unto the people. Samuel was obedient and he went back to keep teaching. But the people were so wicked that they wouldn't even let him come into their city. But Samuel wouldn't quit. He was determined to follow what God had told him to do and teach the Nephites. So what do you think he did? Did he write them a letter? Nope. Hmm. Did he try to sneak inside the city? Good guess. The Book of Mormon says Samuel went and got upon the wall and cried with a loud voice and prophesied unto the people whatsoever things the Lord put into his heart. He climbed on the wall? He climbed on the wall. From on top of the wall, he prophesied. He told the people about things that were going to happen in the future. He warned them that being wicked would destroy them and told them to repent. He also told them that Jesus Christ would come to earth and be our Savior. Samuel said that five years later, Jesus would be born, and he gave them signs to look for of his birth. He said, 
In the night before he cometh, there shall be no darkness, insomuch that it shall appear unto man as if it was day. Therefore there shall be one day, and a night, and a day, as if it were one day, and there were no night. What? That's crazy. The night before Jesus was born, the sun would go down, but it wouldn't get dark? Wow. That's not all. Remember the star we were talking about in the nativity story? Samuel also said, Behold, there shall a new star arise, such an one as ye never have beheld, and this also shall be a sign unto you. So he said there would be another sign, and that was the new star. The people in the Book of Mormon would be able to see the star in the sky just like the shepherds and the wise men did. Now, after Samuel prophesied, some of the Nephites started believing in Jesus and went to be baptized. They couldn't wait for Jesus to be born in five years. But some of the Nephites were still mean and wanted Samuel to leave. The scriptures say they cast stones at him upon the wall, and also many shot arrows at him as he stood upon the wall. But the Spirit of the Lord was with him, insomuch that they could not hit him with their stones, neither with their arrows. So these bad guys wanted to hurt Samuel, and they threw rocks at him and shot arrows at him, but the Lord protected him. Samuel must have had a lot of faith to keep prophesying even when the people were throwing rocks at him and trying to shoot him down with arrows. But he knew that when he was trying to do what Heavenly Father asked him to do, he would be protected. In fact, when some of the bad guys saw how Heavenly Father protected Samuel, they started believing too and went to go get baptized. But some of them didn't repent and they tried to get Samuel. So after Samuel finished prophesying, he hurried and got down off the wall and ran back home to preach to his own people. Now the Nephites who had been baptized waited patiently for the signs that Samuel had prophesied about. Five years is a long time to wait. And after five years, the bad guys who didn't believe Samuel told the believers that if those signs didn't happen, they were going to kill them. What? That is so bad. Those poor Nephites must have been so scared, but they had great faith that Jesus would come. And you know what? On the last day before the bad guys wanted to kill them, Jesus told them, Lift up your head and be of good cheer. On this night shall the sign be given, and on the morrow come I into the world. He said, Be cheerful, I'm coming. And then he did. Third Nephi chapter 1 verse 15 says, The people began to be astonished because there was no darkness when the night came. Uh, I would be pretty astonished too if the sun went down but it stayed light. So the bad guys saw the sign and then they didn't kill the believers. In fact, verses 18 and 19 say they began to know that the Son of God must shortly appear. And they began to fear because of their iniquity. So they realized they were wrong and they felt really bad because they had been so wicked. So the prophet Nephi went to those people and taught them about Jesus. And verse 22 says the more part of the people did believe and were converted unto the Lord. Isn't that a crazy story? 
Some bad guys wanted to kill the good guys for believing in Jesus, and then it stayed light out all night long, and a new star appeared in the sky, and everyone realized that Jesus was coming, so they repented and believed in Jesus after all. Whoa, that's a seriously exciting Christmas. Do you think it would have been hard to have faith that Jesus was coming, even if the bad guys said they were going to kill you? I do. Do you think it would be hard to have faith that God would protect you as long as you try to do what he asks, like Samuel did? I definitely want to follow Samuel's example. What are some ways you can show faith today, like the Nephites and Samuel did? Talk to your family about ways they think we can practice faith. You can study more about faith and Christmas in the Book of Mormon in Helaman chapters 13 through 16 and 3 Nephi chapter 1. Well, we hope you have a great Christmas this year. We'd love to hear how you like the podcast. You can send us a message through your parents' Instagram at sunbeam.stories and be sure to subscribe so you never miss a scripture story. Until next time, this is Sunbeam. Sunbeam.